Hello everyone, and thank you for joining me on today's episode of Everything Star Wars. Today, I'm going to look at one of my favorite droids in Star Wars, and what I think is one of the most deadly and scary. It is Legends, but I think it could definitely be canon. They could definitely tie it in, something to do with the Bad Batch, I think, because this takes place in the Clone Wars timeline, the Clone Wars era. So I definitely hope that we'll see something like this in canon. I think it would be a really cool addition, and it goes off of something I was talking about in my last episode, which I will get to in a moment. Now, basically, the JK-13 Biodroid appears in the Star Wars, the Cestus Deception novel by Stephen Barnes. That's the Cestus Deception. It's a Legends novel um, about a battle... In the Clone Wars that takes place on the planet Ord Cestus because of a very sinister plot to mainstream the production of the JK droid. The details of which I will now jump into right away after this message immediately. I present the JK-13, says technician Lido Shan. During the JK's presentation to a select few in the Republic, it goes up against three separate opponents to display its prowess. First, it confronts a CIS, that is Separatist, Droidica. As the destroyer droid rolls across the sand-covered arena toward the JK, the JK, which is the smaller of the two, hunch down and seem to quiver as if in fear. Was this a joke? Does JK actually mean just kidding, droid? No. The instant the droidica got five meters away from the JK, the JK divided into segments and assumed a spider-like form, as opposed to its normal form, which is just a chest-high droid, uh, about the size of a battle droid, but a little shorter, and it looked a lot different. But uh, there isn't really a good description of it anywhere, or a good picture of it, so you'll just have to use your imagination for what you think it looks like. But it looked very nice, much nicer than most droids. But the instant the droidica got five meters away from the JK, it divided into segments and assumed a spider-like form, and projected spinning force shields to absorb the incoming fire. As a counterattack, it immediately produced tentacles from its top and sides at an incredible speed. The droidica was helpless to resist and was easily detained and ripped apart by the tentacles, which started out large but grew thinner and thinner as the speedy attack played out until they became a razor-sharp web. The fight lasted a mere 42 seconds. Now, that was just droid against droid. The next part in the presentation was against an ARC trooper, an advanced recon commando. The ARC started out by, fight by firing a bolt towards the droid, and proceeded to race toward it on foot, jumping left and right to avoid the droid. But right when the ARC dodged left, the droid caught him before his feet could even touch the ground, almost as if it could see the future. Before the Ark could do anything else, the JK promptly hit him with an incapacitating electric jolt. This is stage 2 out of 3 for the presentation, but before I go on, I want to do a quick recap of its skills and abilities. Number 1. Spinning shields that absorb, not deflect, mind you, energy attacks. Number 2. Razor-sharp, lightning-fast tentacles for ensnaring and dismantling. 
Number three, a superb brain that somehow makes precognitive calculations and perfectly precise tactics. And number four, an electric jolt that can be set to any level of pain or damage. Also, at this point, it is revealed that the JK designation stands for nothing officially, but unofficially, it stands for Jedi Killer. For the grand finale of the presentation, this droid goes up against Jedi Master Kit Fisto, Nautilin, Master of Form 1. For this fight, the droid feints at him with a slow tentacle attack, varying in speed and direction to keep Kit occupied, while its feet, buried in the sand, ejected more tentacles, this time camouflaged with the sandy terrain. It had employed a simultaneous two-pronged attack and even managed to grab hold of Fisto's foot. The Jedi was only able to defeat the droid after he managed to enter lightsaber range and fully utilize the unpredictable but effective Form 1. When this was happening, however, the droid began to fight more wildly and desperate and far more aggressively than it had shown in any of the three two previous fights, almost as if it were a wounded animal. Now, let's get down to the brass tacks. It is, in fact, Force-sensitive. Now, this is what I was referring to in my previous episode in which I discussed my thoughts and some facts about the upcoming Vis Visions show. One of the shorts is going to be about a droid who wants to be a Jedi, and I talked about how cool it would be if there were uh, Force-sensitive droids. This droid was Force-sensitive, and I'd completely forgotten about it when I was talking about it before. But yes, this droid is Force-sensitive. It is only on the market for the highest-paying customers, as security droids, not battle droids, and they're worth 80,000 credits apiece. The secret to the success of the Force Sensitivity is a Dashta eel in the quote-unquote central processing unit, which is actually a life support system for the creature. Now, Dashta eels are very rare eels exclusive to the planet or Cestus, where these droids are manufactured. Having a living creature in the droid makes it more makes it more loyal to its master, which is a good trait in a security droid, and more aggressive, as we saw in the presentation, to its enemies. Now, what really captured my attention when I was reading this book was one chapter, and the chapter is only a page long. This book has some very short chapters, which is nice, but. One chapter is about these droids, as well as the infiltrator droids, which I will talk about in a second as a bonus, uh, making their way towards a uh, Republic base, essentially. So the Republic goes to Ordcestus to try and overthrow this manufacturing place and a bunch of other stuff. You'll, you'll need to check out the book. It's very good. I highly recommend it. Uh, but these droids are making their way towards them to, well, eliminate them. And here's how the chapter goes. They were not alive, but they crawled through the darkness. They had no minds, but dreamed of death. They had no bodily needs, yet they were ravenously hungry. At the moment, the four droids in the lead were little more than clear sacks of jelly. This is not talking about the JKs, this is talking about the infiltrators. Dull lights embedded in their semi-solid bodies revealed clumps of metallic shapes suspended within 
Those in the rear were more solid, golden, hourglass-shaped droids. Their small, pointed legs crawled easily along the path, blazed by the larger brothers. J.K.'s. The lethal procession whispered beneath the ground, below every sensor, beneath any potential observer, and they traveled in near silence. When they met an obstacle, they burrowed or burned through it. One meter at a time, they simply approached their prey, without fatigue or trepidation, without mercy or living intent they moved forward, motivated by nothing save a programmed appetite, one that would shortly be satisfied. Now, that's just really, really scary to me. When I first read this, I was like, oh my goodness, these guys are the scariest droids that ever existed. As well as the infiltrator droids, which are pretty scary too. Now, these separatist machines are no more than mechanical pieces inside a gelatin-like substance, which is just crazy. It's a crazy concept for a droid. And this allows them to be able to squeeze through anywhere, any crack basically they can get through. They also, just in case they couldn't squeeze through a crack, they also had laser cutters on the outside of their bodies, allowing them to cut or burrow through anything. When used in junction with the JKs, they were a terrifying force to be reckoned with. I think these droids are just the craziest thing. The JKs, they are force-sensitive droids, which allows them to predict the future, essentially, and do a terrifying amount of other crazy damage and chaos in battle. So that's, that's what I think about these droids. Let me know what you thought uh, at my email, which is in the podcast description and in the episode description. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoy. Make sure to check out my other episode if you haven't, the one where I talk about the Star Wars Visions Expo. And uh, just let me know what you thought. I have a poll at the end of that episode I think you should take just to see if it works, and uh, I I might keep it up. But thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. And uh, either this weekend or sometime next week, I will be on a show a podcast called Hello There with my friend Hayden Scheffler. And we're going to talk about the Clone Wars, uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. It's going to be great, so make sure to look out for that. The podcast is called Hello There. So until next time, may the Force be with you.